All right, for our scripture reading tonight, let's turn over to Proverbs 16, and we began doing this a couple weeks ago, where we're going to continue moving through Proverbs, but just in a principle-by-principle basis, so just a very short uh, expositional reading. Uh, Mostly each week, it will just be two verses, uh, might even just be a single verse, and we are have arrived at verses 23 and 24 of Proverbs 16, and the Bible says this, The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth, and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. I want to just consider for just a couple moments that phrase found there in verse 24, pleasant words. Pleasant words. Now we have witnessed throughout our study in Proverbs that uh, even as recently as verse 21, that Solomon had commended eloquent speech, or what he referred to as sweetness of the lips. And there is a sense of where he seemed to prefer speaking with eloquence, but then this verse, in verse 24, he seems to almost correct himself. Not that the scripture was an error, but he seems to correct his thoughts by saying that unless the eloquence uh, that we speak with Uh, is coming from a wise heart, then that speech is really not that eloquent. Uh, That speech is not really valuable. That speech is not really profitable. So it's one thing to be able to speak eloquently. It's another thing to be able to speak eloquently with wisdom. The main matter here that Solomon's dealing with is wisdom of the heart. That's what his main focus is. When we think about wisdom, and as we've taken all of these uh, sermons and all of these lessons that we've learned through Proverbs 16, we've, we've learned things about wisdom, that wisdom is what directs us in how we speak. It teaches our mouth what to say. Wisdom shows us when to speak, how to speak, when to be quiet, when it's proper to speak, when it's improper to speak, how to speak in season, speaking language that is robed in wisdom. Wisdom also gives meaning to our words. It gives not just meaning, but it also gives weight to it. In other words, what we speak actually has value to it. Uh, There's a lot of people talking uh, all around us. Uh, Words fly out of people's mouths almost uh, too easily. We hear a lot of words, but not necessarily words that are pleasant words, and certainly not words that are wise. So we need to understand that wisdom is what teaches us the proper things to say. Uh, Somebody might be very good with words. We all probably know somebody who's good with words. But words that are just pleasing to the ear or words that are just given to humor us are really not that valuable. Words that teach, words that uh, convince Words that sway the heart to turn to that which is right. So what Solomon does here in these two verses is he commends these pleasant words. And he's teaching us here that these pleasant words need to be words of the heart, of a wise heart. They are words that could be words of advice, words of instruction, words of comfort. Words are, that are taken from the word of God. Solomon had mentioned chapters ago about how he had learned from his father 
And he even considered the words that he learned from his father as something that was sweeter than honey. David makes a similar expression in Psalm 19.10 when he says, More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. So there's a great value to wise words, but more specifically, pleasant words. You see there, verse 24, pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. So we see there's really two things about these words. Number one, pleasant words are gracious. They are like the honeycomb Solomon compares it to. The honeycomb, that, uh, that honey that uh, those bees have produced, the taste of that honey, that, that the, the grace of God. Nothing is more agreeable to the, the believer than the Word of God. In other words, the greatest words that you and I hear, the greatest words that we, that we cherish is the Word of God. Again, along those same lines, Psalm 119, 103 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. So pleasant words are gracious. Number two, pleasant words are profitable. There are a lot of things in this world that might be pleasant, but not necessarily profitable. We might say that there's, there's pleasure in something, but it may not be profitable. But these are words that are not just pleasant, they're profitable. He said they are health to the bones, they are sweet to the soul. They make the bones, look what he says, they are health to the bones. Sin, we know, is what has caused the brokenness in this world. We know it's sin that has caused all the, the great strife and the great trouble that we see. I think the emphasis here that Solomon makes is that the bones are the very strength of the body and it's the Word of God which is the means of our spiritual strength. So what are the most pleasant words we can ever read? It's the Word of God. The Bible is our most pleasant words we can ever read. We meditate upon them. Maybe we have the same description that David made there in Psalm 19 about more to be desired are they than gold, more than fine gold, sweeter also than honey. And I hope that that's the way we look at God's Word. I want to finish with just a, a quote here that I came across today. And this is a, a quote that Gill makes on verse 24. And he says this, he says, Solomon may mean the words of the law, but it may be much better understood of the doctrines of the gospel. Such include the doctrines of God's everlasting love, eternal election, the covenant of grace, the person of Christ as the God-man, of peace and reconciliation by His blood, of remission of sins through His atoning sacrifice, of justification by His righteousness, of life and salvation by His obedience, sufferings and death, resurrection and ascension. All the doctrines of grace which show that salvation in all its parts is owning entirely to the free grace of God, not human merit. These are all pleasant to the ear of him that knows the joyful sound. And to the taste of everyone that has tasted that the Lord is gracious, the precious promises of the gospel may be meant, which are free and unconditional, irrevocable and immutable, never fail of their accomplishment and have their beginning and ending in Christ, they are suited to the various cases of God's people. These words are very pleasant and delightful. When they are fitly spoken and seasonably applied, moreover, the speech of those who are wise in heart, true believers in Christ, their words, whether expressed in prayer or in praise, are pleasant to the Lord, 
and very grateful and acceptable to him. And as the honey which drips from the honeycomb is the choicest honey, such are the truths of the gospel. They are excellent things. The most excellent things are these pleasant words. Well, I hope that'll encourage you tonight. It encouraged me, nevertheless. I'm encouraged by the reality of those passages tonight.